0: death.
1: Welcome to episode 191. 100. 91 of the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of Certified and bonafide Fide Good Stuff for Kids and Families. And on today's show, I talked to Kate Moran from the Rainbow Rock Band. And that song you heard was just called Lily the Lizard. It was just called Lily the Lizard, and it's still called Lily the Lizard. And if you liked it, you can hear the whole song at the very end of the show. It's from the Rainbow Rock Band's brand new record, Total Eclipse of the Rainbow. Check it out. I had a great time talking to Kate. And if you're in the D.C. metro area, I bet you can find out times where you can see Kate and her band, the Rainbow Rock Band, live and in concert. Check her website. Of course, there's a link on my website, goodstuffpod.com. I hope you will check out that website and check out Kate's website. How about a double website checkout? Sounds great. Sounds great? Sounds great. great. Want to reach me? Mike at goodstuffpod.com. Would love to get an email. Thank you so much for listening. Here is Kate Moran from the Rainbow Rock Band. Good stuff. Uh, it's it's brightening up a gloomy day here in Houston, Texas, to welcome Kate Moran from the Rainbow Rock Band to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you, Kate?
2: I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm very excited to chat with you today, and uh, just appreciate it. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, I am. Uh, I'm thrilled to talk to you too. We've already been talking a little bit, and it's been pretty fun and pretty uh, pretty lively so i'm excited to see what we uh, what we come up <laughs> with in the end here so so you are you do many things you wear many hats and we're gonna sort of touch on a bunch of them and we're gonna uh, really focus on the music but i think that um you know you're in the dc area and uh, one of the one of the things that i love uh, when i when i talk to folks is to to sort of hear the background you know like a, a lot of people you know that it's like maybe 60, 40, 60% of people that I talk to are like, yes, I wanted to be a musician who worked with kids my entire life. Like this was the goal. And then the other 40 are like, it's just something that I ended up really loving to do and and sort of like falling into it in in a lovely way. So I'd love to hear a little bit of your, uh, your musical background and where you're coming from.
2: Yeah. So I think my story is probably a combination of the two of those, I would say, because I have always been a performer. So when I was really little, I was always singing and dancing. My cousin and I, we used to like put on performances for our family. Every time we would go play, we would just spend the entire time planning out some sort of show that we were going to do. Like if my, my mom, um, we would go over to my aunt Nancy's house and my cousin Liz and I, we would play while they were like having dinner or whatever. And then by the end of the dinner, we would be putting on this performance for them. And I just, I was always singing and I did Irish dance as a, a little one. And, um, and, and I just always gravitated towards performance. And so when I was looking at colleges, I was torn though, because I enjoy, I really enjoy teaching and working with children. My mom was a preschool teacher. And so I kind of grew up with that as a, uh, a model of somebody, you know, to watch. Like I would help her with her craft projects um, for the class as I got older. And so I, and I babysat my cousin. (laughs) So my cousin Liz had a younger (laughs) brother, Christopher. And so I ended up just like getting into babysitting and I was like a camp counselor. So I really loved working with kids, but then I also had this other side of me that really loved performing. Now the music piece of it is what's really interesting, I think, because, um, I didn't always think of myself as a singer, even though I love singing. I just thought that I was more of a theater actor. And so when I went off to college, I ended up studying theater in undergrad. Um, and I didn't get into the singing until well later, like the actual performing I've been performing with a band, I would say now for 15 years.
1: And not just, not just a kid's band. Right.
2: Right. Not just a kid's band. Um, But it I I think, you know, I had sung a little bit at church and um, at maybe a community event here or there. But I I wasn't like the kid growing up who was in bands and stuff like that. It just that wasn't me. I just I didn't think I had a voice for it. I, I don't know why. I just like in my head, I was like, oh, I'm not that I'm not good enough to do that, I guess. And then, you know, something changed one day where I was like, hey, maybe this. I actually can, you know, do this. And and it, it, it was always a dream to be like a rock star, I guess, you know, like <laughs> I love performing and that was, you know, I would stand there with my brushes and pretend to be in a band. But I was like, oh, that's not I can't that's not something I can do. And then, you know, now I've been doing it now for 15 years so. Wow. Um, and and I feel like you know it's I'm a professional musician I I play I perform and I get paid for it so I'm a professional musician today uh, yeah, which I, is pretty exciting that's yeah.
1: very, very cool I believe that's called living the dream that's called exactly. living the dream. I
2: am living the you dream. you are living exactly.
1: the dream amazing so <laughs> exactly. um so yeah. you you didn't grow up thinking that you were gonna be a performer which is interesting and I think that that's a really a really good. I mean, lesson is, is the word that I always fall back on. But I think like if there are kids that are listening to this and right. they're thinking about it, it's not it's not always what you set out to do, right? Like things change, plans change. You developed something and then all of a sudden you love doing it. So like what was the moment when you were like, well, I am uh, I'm, I'm going to you know, I'm going to start a band and we're going to play some some kids music. Do you remember that? Like that sort of clear moment?
2: Well, I think there there was two moments really because so the the my my pop band that I started with that actually came first so I started playing cover songs with um uh I was asked to perform at a graduation ceremony uh-huh. <laughs> my mom works with the local high school and so there was like this nursing uh, graduation ceremony so they asked me to sing a a, a song at that. Graduation ceremony, and from that, I ended up working with a local guitar player. And we just started building more and more songs into the repertoire, and we ended up performing at local community events, kind of doing cover songs. And then a friend of mine, um, because I grew up with a lot of people in my high school that were. Um, I would say very creative people. So I have friends who are in New York working on movies. I have the, this f- group of friends that um, were in a band called Virginia Coalition, which is a band in the D.C. area, but they perform nationally. And um, they, one of the guys in that band, this guy Paul Ottinger, he ended up reaching out to me and saying, hey, do you ever want to work on original music? Would you want to write and do things like that? And at the, when he first contacted me, I was working with a particular guitar player and I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm just doing this. But I ended up kind of parting ways with that guitar player and got back in touch with Paul. And that's where I really began to see like, oh, you know, these ideas and these melodies that I have in my head, this is how it can go from there into becoming a song. And so I guess I began to feel like these creative thoughts and ideas that I had, I, they were validated in a way that made me feel like, oh, I could I could take this and do something with it. And I work with a lot of young musicians and a young, uh, you know, when I was a teacher in middle school or mentoring kids about getting into this. And I think that's the biggest thing. When you have a moment in your life where somebody actually validates that creative thought or impulse that you have and says, yeah, this is like something you can do with it. This is, this is a real idea. This is like yeah. – Th- th- there's nothing better than that. Right. And that 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 really, I think, was the first moment where I thought, oh, um, this this is more than just, um, you know, singing cover songs, which are is amazing. And I love doing that. But like, oh, there there's there's some originality that can be within this. And then fast forward a couple of years to uh, my cousin ends up having her first son and he's a couple years old and the fiddle player who was in my band, she now has a son and we had an event that we needed a, a children's band to perform at. And I had always had that, you know, nudge of like, how can I combine both my interests, right? So I love working with children in education and I love this performance side and I love singing. And then all of a sudden now I have an opportunity to potentially be doing both. So that's where Rainbow Rock kind of came out of. And I started, I had a ukulele, and I had some ideas for some children's songs, and I just started writing them out myself. And then and (laughs) from there, you know, Rainbow Rock has just grown every year that Since we started. So with um, mounting school debt for my undergrad, I just decided, you know, I really need something that I have a paycheck coming in. And so that's where I decided to go back to school and and get my master's in uh, special education. And then I became a special ed teacher. Um, And so after doing that for a couple of years, I decided that I had wanted to. Keep moving up and go back. And there was a program through um, George Mason that I was able to get. It was a grant funded position. And so my doctorate was actually paid for if I'm working back in special education leadership. My doctorate is in special education leadership and concurrently with me getting into that doctorate program. I ended up getting uh, a position with the U.S. Department of Education, which is where I currently work in the office of spending. Uh, special education programs. And I I think what that has allowed me to bring into the work is this component that I am constantly thinking about when I'm writing songs, that educational piece. So, so really ensuring that when I'm writing lyrics, that there is a, um, uh, an educational component to it right so i try to think about let's write about numbers let's write about shapes but beyond that i'm using the my special education background to think about what are ways that we can connect the st- Song and the melody. So that concept that they're getting with a movement that will then solidify it with their, you know, synaptic functioning. Right. And so when we connect a movement to the sound and a concept, it's going to solidify it in a child's memory um, better. And so that's stuff that I bring into, you know, for my education background. But the movement pieces, which I touched on a little bit when I was going to get my doctorate, you have to decide on and do a study, um, which I was kind of at the time, I was like, well, how am I going to do this with everything that I'm doing? Um, Because at the time I was I was a CrossFit kids instructor. I had been doing that for a while. I had had started CrossFit um, and I really decided that this program was so beneficial for adults and we were seeing such great benefits with kids. How could it benefit perhaps a child with a, um, with a special education uh, uh, qu- qualification basically? So kids who have maybe learning disabilities or kids who have behavioral disorders or autism. And so we ended up doing a CrossFit Kids Club with kids with disabilities. And we monitored to see if there was improvement in academics as well as social functioning. And it really demonstrated a lot of these kids, we had a couple of students who both physically, like one of the girls, she couldn't do a sit-up when she came to us, and by the end of it, she was doing thirty. And this same girl also was super quiet in class; would basically shadow her teacher's side, never really let you know um, left his side. And he said by the end of it, she was leading groups in the class. So the the elements of CrossFit, which built kids' self-esteem, was um, and their, their physical abilities was then transferring into their, their day-to-day lives. But so what that showed me was that this movement piece, when we get kids up and moving, it can build confidence in, in themselves, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And so I try to incorporate movement into the songs as well, because not only, I mean, you know, Michelle Obama's movement with the... Um, let's move, getting kids, uh, you know, eating healthier and moving. We have a systemic issue in our country with, with obesity. Right. And so we want to make sure that we're working with kids as early as possible to understand that like fitness is fun. And that's what CrossFit really, the message behind all of CrossFit is that fitness is fun. And it, and so I try to incorporate that movement piece into our songs as well. And if you, if you come to our show, people always say at the end of it, they're like, we the, I don't know how you're still walking after this <laughs> show because there's so much movement, right? I have the yeah. kids like running, jumping, twirling, hopping, you know, all kinds of stuff. And um, and it is, like for me, it's a workout every time <laughs> I uh-huh. do this show. So yeah, so hopefully that, that was a really long answer to that question. But well, yeah, those are all the pieces, I think.
1: But it's a really good yeah. answer. It's a really good answer. So you have a Thanks. brand new record that just came out, and it's called Total Eclipse of the Rainbow, which I love. Yes. Um, yes. Because so, <laughs> we uh,
2: had the eclipse this year. Yep. I was like, I have to do this. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and it is great. Yeah. Um, and it just came out a couple weeks ago. So I think what, what could be really interesting, um, let's just take the, the title song, Crazy Cakes. And because and, yes. uh, I think it's a good example of everything you said. Um, so so tell me a little bit about the song and how it sort of fits all of those. Or maybe it doesn't. And that's OK, too, because like it, art is fluid. Right. So like right, how, right. Do, how does a song like that fit into what you're what you're all, basically all of the experiences that you have had right. and all the experience that you have and all the work that you did and the, the like really um, impressive knowledge base that you have about, you know, talking with and working with. Kids and and special needs and things like that, or or and if Crazy Cakes isn't the right song to talk about like how that all comes together, then please point me in the direction of one that does.
2: No, I mean I think Crazy Cakes is a is a is a good example. Um, I it's a song about numbers, and so I, I wrote this song with um, Curtis Parks, who's a friend of mine uh, that we had met at church, and then he he does some producing work on the side, and so. I had the idea and the melody. um, I had some of the lyrics mapped out. um, And and so in the song, when we, um, the movement piece comes in, because we're, you know, we count, we start with like, all right, we're going to do a counting song. And so we go through one through 10 and we count that out. And then I go, and then we're going to go crazy cakes. And so all the kids are jumping all around, you know? And so the whole chorus is, you know, it's, we touch the ground, we're jumping around and then we're counting. And each of the verses is, you know, we go one is the number that stands alone. Two is the one that makes a clone. And I'm, you know, doing that movement. My finger, I'm like here in my house doing finger (laughs) motions that you cannot see. (laughs) So I will talk this through. (laughs) So I'm doing, I'm motioning the numbers. And then there's a movement with it as well. So that it's taking... It, it, they also – I think this is a concept in exercise as well. My friend Megan Brown is a PT, and she'll probably – I'll probably mess this all up. But she always <laughs> talks about how, like, you, you're you getting one side of your body doing one thing. So maybe your left hand is up in the air, but then you're turning your right side and doing something completely opposite. And in doing that, you're you're confusing the muscle, but it's, it's strengthening it because you've confused it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and so yeah. – yeah. And so with the numbers, you know, where I'm like, one, two, three, two, three, and then we're touching the floor and jumping back up. There is a, a concept there that I think is very similar to that and that we're doing one thing. Um, and it perhaps might confuse the muscles a little bit, but it's going to lock in the, the memory at the same time and doing that, that. I think,
1: yeah. um, I, I love yeah. that. I love that. Uh, you know, the, the, um, that one one needs the other, right? When you're doing music, exactly. like especially with little kids, um, the the yep. movement and the music go together to to lock in the understanding and lock in the uh, the ability to um, to remember it. I think that's really right. in- incredible. Right. So, okay, so thanks. Oh, and
2: that, then let me tell you one yeah. more fun thing about sure, just sure. one one more fun thing about that song. So on the CD, it isn't on there, but when you're at a live show, there. Curtis got some amazing did some amazing stuff with like the horn work on the album and so there's trumpets and stuff like that on Crazy Cakes, but when we do it live, it's typically you know myself and a guitar player, so we don't really have the trumpet player there to 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 play, and so <laughs> we do a mouth trumpet uh-huh. and we teach all the kids to do a mouth trumpet, and so that's a lot of fun as well.
0: That's... I think the
2: kids go home and I had one of the parents message me and say, my child has been mouth trumpeting for 24 hours straight. So we have a lot of fun.
1: And and you just say, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. And I say that even at the show.
2: I go, parents, you're
1: welcome. Amazing. So so you you mentioned that you have, uh, I I think that we, you did mention that you have characters that you play with.
0: Yes. So
1: who, who are some of the characters that make up the Rainbow Rock Band?
2: Ah, so we have myself the rainbow lady, and then on guitar, I have um, Captain Toe Tapping plays bass, guitar, or drums, depending on what we need. I have uh rock and pup star, which is oh, did I say uh, Captain Toe Tapping is Kevin D'Souza. Uh-huh. Um, and then Brendan Biondi is uh rock and pop star. He plays guitar. We also have Prince and Walk. That's Ryan Walker. He <laughs> plays um, guitar for me, as well as keys. He played piano on the on the um, first CD. And then, and live, he's played live with us. We also have Bacius Barry, which is uh, Matthew Barry, and he plays bass as well as guitar. Um, and then we have... I think, well, we have a new member, Joe Whiting. He's playing drums and I think it's Jammin' Joe Lightning is what I called him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's new on drums. He'll, he's been filling in. Um, and then we have Professor Paradiddle, who also plays drums. That's Ben Tufts. He, and Ben Tufts is actually plays in a million bands here in the D.C. area. Um, but that's what that's what I love about this band, too, is that all these guys and uh, Princess Fiddlesticks is Lynn Ravelli. She's a fiddle player. Um, and they all are just um, local musicians that play in all these different bands. And we really have like a really great, tight um, music community here in the D.C. Metro, uh, Virginia area, the DMV, as we call it.
1: So, <laughs> well, that's yeah. that's awesome. Um, so, OK, so that's uh I love Professor Paradiddle. I, I like that. I know. That's that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. <laughs>
2: and then and then I know that is, but like not a lot of the the kids get that. one,
1: Right. But right. Hopefully
2: some drummers out there. Sure. Do. Sure. Totally. Um, and then Patty Cake Patty is also part of the band. She is, cool. uh, of course, my mother, and she ah. this, uh, in the crowd. Like so at some shows, if it's a very large show, I might she'll probably come along just to help collect ribbons and cause it's very inter- interactive. Like we have ribbons that we pass out. We have shapes that we end up throwing into the crowd and the kids have to find and um, there's a lot of stuff that goes along with the show. I I,
1: I am so happy that you just said <laughs> that your mom comes around and sometimes yeah. helps to collect the ribbons. Yeah. That is a very <laughs> honest picture of what it takes to be a it is kids and family musician. It's a full exactly. family enterprise. Totally, <laughs> it, is. Yeah. it is. It is. Yep.
0: Um,
1: so, so the new record, Total Eclipse of the Rainbow. Why don't you tell me about yeah. one of your other favorite songs from the record? Because I always find it fascinating that there's uh, that that there's a, there's there's more going on behind the scenes of these songs than we usually realize. Yeah, um, I, not,
2: one of my favorite songs that's on this album is um, Sunflower. And it's, it's kind of about photosynthesis, which I know is like this really huge concept educationally. But I simplified it because it just talked, you know, we talk about how does a plant grow and, you know, what does it need and where do we put the seeds? So we put the seed in the soil and we have to give it water and we have to give it light. And so that song, I remember as a teacher when I was working in the special ed classroom that photosynthesis was just like this thing that, I kept having to teach in the uh, elementary level. And so I was like, oh, well, let me write a song about this. This might be fun. And we could do some dance movements. And the reason that I think it's, it's really one of my favorites is that with um, the nonprofit arm of the band, the Rainbow Rock Collection, I partner with um, some friends of mine who work with an orphanage in Haiti. And so we got to go over there and do sunflower with, the with a lot of the kids at the school at the source of light orphanage and so that song is just like ever since we were there it's just really special to my heart because i'm hoping to do some kind of lyric video or something because i have a lot of video from the time we were there it's just again you know having the time to sit down and put piece that together as a working musician um but i think that's another really special song for me on the album. I not only is when you're doing it live, it's, it's a very pretty dance song and it's got specific again, it's It's using the kinesthetic movement with the words. And I just, I, I think it's, it's, it's pretty. I just, mm-hmm. I like that song a lot. Nice.
1: Um, yeah. so, so you mentioned the, uh, the rainbow rock collection. Um, yes. So what, t- tell me how that piece of the band got started. I mean, this is your own nonprofit and I mean, you, 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 ta- you talked a bit about what the organization does. I guess like, let's round out the picture of it a little bit more.
2: Yeah. So it, it kind of started cause I, I grew up in, in my mom modeled a lot of, volunteerism and giving back and i think our family as a whole has always kind of uh, been a part of the community with the thought of whatever we have what can we give that might like if there's anything above and beyond that we have what can we who can we give that to and um So it kind of started where I thought, well, we've got all these families and I'm sure all these kids are growing out of clothes and shoes and things. And maybe these moms want a place to donate them and maybe I can find a spot for it. So I thought, well, um, the rainbow collection, you know, rocking the rainbow to kids in need one item at a time. Mm -hmm. And so it started with we did a shoe collection that um, went off with a church group. Um, and then after that, we started doing toy collections for the local, um, uh, child protect, uh, child and family services here in Alexandria. They do like a, every year at Christmas time, they do a big toy collection. So we, we started doing toy collection. We do backpacks in the um, fall and then right now we're doing winter coats and they're going to kids in foster care here in Alexandria so this year we're doing about 80 winter coats which Whoa, is a lot um, we great. did 60 swimsuits for summer those went to the kids and um, so it's just like the, the little um, collections but then a couple of years ago I started doing larger festivals which is the Tot Rock Fest
1: right and which so is your, that, that's your thing yeah. right yeah
2: yeah, that's like I had, I had done a music festival called the Delray Music Festival here in our area, which was like adult music for a bunch of years. And I kind of passed the reins on that. But I, I just I wanted to create a festival that had this component where kids and families could come enjoy it. But then we're also giving back. And so we do a collection every year. Um, we're doing it every other year right now. But um. We had done the collection for the kids in Haiti. This year, we're going to be doing it for a local splash park and um, garden that will uh, – the pro- the proceeds will be going to that, which is right in the neighborhood here. So, yeah, so every every year, I just I, – I really felt like it, it was a way that um, – With the music, we could combine an element of giving back um, because that's really important to me. So it's music, movement, and making a difference. And any way that we can model that to the kids, the better.
1: Wow. So I want everyone who is listening to this to remember that Kate is doing all of this while also having a full-time job, <laughs> full-time job. Yeah. which automatically yeah. you just became my hero. So, um, Aww, that's <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's amazing. It's so many amazing things that you're doing all with purpose, all with like a real groundedness in experience, which is like, uh, my way of saying like you, you are walking what you're talking essentially. Um, I and, right. I and I think that that's a really, that's really, uh, amazing and inspiring. So, so, how can we keep up with you in terms of the music and, and the nonprofit and things like that, like website, uh, social media, things like that?
2: Yeah, so we're, we're on everything, rainbowrockband.com. And on there, you'll see links to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Um, it's Rainbow Rock Band on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Our schedule is on um, both the website and on Facebook, and the Rainbow um, Collection is on the website as well, so you can check there. And then um, on the website, there is a link to subscribe to our newsletter. So if you want direct links, like when we're doing a coat collection or the swimsuits, um, basically what we end up doing is creating like an Amazon wish list. So you just go in and you can buy an item and it gets shipped straight to us so we try to I, tr- I try to make it super easy for folks but we'll i'll i post that on facebook and twitter and everything and then we also if you want it just to come directly to your inbox i try to do a monthly newsletter sometimes it doesn't get out every month <laughs> um but uh i try i do the best that i can <laughs> yeah um wow. But th- that to say i'm not going to blow up people's inboxes i'm not spamming well, <laughs> I don't m- much to do much it.
1: appreciated much appreciated <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. so I encourage everyone to. Uh, I, that does sound really streamlined and really simple in terms of helping out the organization. And want to thank you yep. for all the the great music that you have made, and I'm sure will make in the future. And uh, it was really nice talking to you. And again, you're you're my hero. Thanks for coming on the show. Aww,
2: thanks, Mike. <laughs> thanks for doing everything that you do to help get the you know the word out about new music and what's going on in the music scene. I think that's really important.
1: So that was the best. Big thanks to Kate for coming on the show and talking to me so much about so many different things. That's the best part of the show, getting to know people, certified and bona fide people doing good stuff for kids and families. So now here is the Rainbow Rock Band song, "Lily the Lizard, coming at you right now.
0: Shaking it. In.